0: Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick, and today is January the 17th, 2023. And I hope everyone out there is having a damn good day. So as you may have noticed, I have not put up a podcast in a week or so. Yeah, I got the news right before New Year's that my stepbrother died. And I um, wasn't really expecting that at all. So it really kind of hit me kind of hard and threw everything off. And I re- recorded one little PSA about 10 days ago, but I never posted it. But I I may post it this week at some time. So this could be like a three podcast week or whatever. But anyhow, yeah. And his funeral was last Wednesday. So I took off work for a couple days and went and saw family and everything else. But it's kind of heavy. So in today's podcast, I want to start off the new year with do, by doing something that I said I was going to do, and I said this year, I actually want to come at sexual health from a slightly different perspective. So let me ask you a question. Why is it so hard for us to talk about sex and sexual health? Now, If you think about it, you will quickly realize that sex is every place. It's on the TV. It's on your phone. It's on the news. It's on the radio. It's definitely in the music nowadays. So it's everywhere. So meanwhile, why is it so tough for us to talk about it? We have access to it. If you think about it, you can actually live stream a sex scene from something that that you keep in your pocket. You did not hear me say, because you have access That means that the content is good. Don't forget that. But still, for many people out there, it is really tough for us to talk about sex and sexual health, especially to our loved ones. But why? So, let's get into that today. So, there was a nice article written way back in 2014 by Maddie Silver, and basically... He breaks it down like this. He says sexual communication involves a degree of risk by talking about sex with our intimate partners. We can become vulnerable to judgment, criticism, or sometimes rejection. Revealing your sexual wants and desires to your partner can be scary, especially if your partner's reaction is not positive, which can make you feel ashamed or humiliated. There is also a fear of hurting each other's feelings. So just to prove a quick point here, have you ever asked your partner for sex or some sort of sexual activity and they said no? And when they said no, how did you feel? No one likes to be rejected, that's just how it is. And or let's take this a step further. How would you tell your partner that they are not good in bed? Would you just lie there and take it? It does not matter whose gender I'm talking about here. If your partner is not good in bed, how would you tell them? And on the flip side, if your partner actually told you that you're not good in bed, how would you feel? So in third, let's say that you actually want to try something that is typically not on the menu or on this or on the sexual menu. And it's a deep sexual desire that you want to try out. Do you risk asking your partner to do that? Because especially if it's something that you've that you've held on to for a long time and you open yourself up and and even consider asking your partner to try this thing with you. I don't care what it is, whatever it is. And your partner says no. How are you going to feel? Just think about that for a minute. I came across another article in psychology today from 2018 called why is it so hard to talk about sex and as they typically do they summed up a few research articles on this on on this issue and basically they said this those couples who had constructive conversations about sex and sexual health generally generally had a more satisfying sex life and were happier in their relationships So basically, they said, even though those sexual health conversations may have been tough, in the end, they were worthwhile. And from a slightly different angle, they also agreed that couples who talked about sex and sexual health in their relationship tended to experience more fulfilling sexual lives. And in contrast, those who worried excessively all about their relationships and partner's reactions tended to struggle with sexual health communication and those conversations. I can definitely say that there is one thing that all of us out there agree. The sexual therapists, the sexual counselors, the sexual health educators, we all can agree that it is very important for you to talk about sex with your intimate partner. Period. No more, no less. That's just how it is. And at the same time, Myself as an educator, I do believe it is, it is very important for you to educate yourself all about sex and sexual health, especially in the area that you want to talk to your partner about. Just think about, how, you know, how, how can you talk about something when you, when you don't know anything about it? You may you may have heard a story or seen a video or something, but you really don't know anything about it. So the conversation would be kind of shallow. But if you're able to go, but if you read something about it or you and or you educate yourself about the topic, you can have a much deeper and richer conversation. And at the same time, to us older heads out there who have been having sex the same way for the past 30, 35, 40 years, 50 years. Hell, I say that we can still learn something too. read a book, read an article, research something new, and you may want to try it out and At this point, if you want to talk to your partner about it, give it a shot, because it could be something that that they want to try out, too. But if you don't have the conversation, you will never know. And also, don't use porn as a medium for education. Please keep in mind that those folks are getting a paycheck. And so, yes, they are acting. Yes, the sex is probably in 4K HD, 60 frames per second with close ups and all that other shit. It does not necessarily mean that it's good quality porn and it feeds into an idea of what sex should look like. And for the vast majority of us, including myself, it's just not that way. Oh, yeah. One more thing. It's probably not a good idea to try to have a conversation about sex while you are having sex. So, for example, it's probably not a good idea to to introduce an idea about something that you want to try while you are having sex. So, for example, it's probably not a good idea to ask your partner for anal sex or for pegging while you're having sex because that can throw the whole event off. Whatever you guys are doing and you are going along and having a great time. You're like, hey, honey, can I put it in your butt? What? What? What are you talking about? now everything just changed. So it's time and place. So one place I would suggest that you not have this conversation is in the bedroom or wherever you guys are having sex during the time when you were having sex. Food for thought. So yes, having that conversation with your partner about sex and sexual health can be difficult but in the end it may be worth it and before i go let me put a few eye statements on this conversation It's like really quickly there was a girlfriend i had and we had been like looking at each other for a while so we started to date and you know of course we started engaging in sexual activities and she would say no i don't like to do that i'd say okay you know no problem and then we would try something else and Oh, yeah, I don't like to do that either. And I don't do that. I don't do this, that other thing. I don't do this, that, that or that. So from so for me, we were not compatible in the area of sexuality and sexual health. And we actually had that conversation outside of the bedroom. So, yes, we are still friends. There's no anger. There's no venom there at all. We still talk from time to time. But having my sexual needs and desires were really important to me. So I realized it just wasn't going to work. And she realized that, too. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned. And I'll talk to you soon.